Robert Hansen looked up from his computer screen when Lieutenant Fisher approached his desk. He wasn't surprised or worried about the anger that flashed in his boss's eyes. He knew what had put it there, had heard the news before he'd gotten off the elevator. Even though it wasn't his case, it had been enough to make him shove his half-eaten bagel back into the bag and toss his untouched orange juice into the nearest waste can. Got another dead kid, his boss said. Robert had really, really hoped that the pattern would break. For the past three weeks, there had been a new dead kid every Wednesday morning. This was week four. I heard, Robert said. Did you hear he was Alderman Franconi's nephew? His sister's kid? Robert shook his head. Franconi was tight with the mayor. The heat was going to be turned up high. Not that every detective on the force wasn't already aware of the case and keeping his or her eyes open 24-7 looking for some kind of clue. Where's Sawyer? His boss asked. On his way. He's dropping Liz and the baby off at options for caring mothers. Okay. His boss started to walk away, then stopped, turned, and edged closer to the metal desk. Carmen Jimenez still work there? He asked, his inquiry casual. I guess so, Robert said, working hard to keep his tone neutral. He hadn't seen Carmen since the wedding three months ago, where his best friend, Sawyer Montgomery, had married her best friend, Liz Mayfield. Robert had been the best man. Carmen had been the maid of honor. Her dress had been an emerald green, and it had wrapped around her body in a way that had made him break out in an instant sweat. The groom had been calmer than he had. Which was ridiculous, because everybody knew that Robert Hansen never got rattled by a woman. He managed relationships, not the other way around. Pretty woman, Lieutenant Fisher said. Robert raised an eyebrow. The lieutenant had been married for 20 years and had kids in high school. Just making conversation, Hansen. If it's any cancellation, probably nobody but Sawyer and me realized that it was taking everything you had to keep your tongue from hanging out. We just know you better than most. Robert shrugged and tried his best to look innocent. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Lieutenant Fisher let out a huff of air. <laughs> of course you don't. When Sawyer arrives, get your butts out to the scene. Blaze and Wazimola are still there. They could use some help talking to neighbors. Details are online in the case file. Robert shifted in his chair and reached for his computer keyboard, but he let his hands rest on the keys. Visions of Carmen Jimenez weren't that easy to push aside. They danced just once. It was expected, after all, and she'd felt perfect in his arms. And her scent had danced around him, making his head spin, He'd made small talk. A nice wedding, wasn't it? Is your brother starting high school soon? Are you busy at work? She responded, her voice soft and sexy with just a bare hint of a Spanish accent. Very pretty. Yes, he's looking forward to playing in the band. Always lots to do. And when the music had ended, he hadn't wanted to let go but she'd stepped away, murmured a quick thank you, and left him standing in the middle of the dance floor. And later, when he tried to catch her eye, she'd looked away, and he wondered if it was deliberate, 
Toward the end of the evening, he hadn't had to wonder anymore. He'd finally worked up the courage to ask her to dance again, and when she'd seen him approaching, had practically run into the ladies' restroom to avoid him. He didn't need it written on the damn marquee. She wasn't interested, so he'd forgotten about her. Right. Well, he was working on it. He tapped on his keyboard and brought up the case file. In their system, every entry was date and time-stamped. Detectives Blaze and Wasimol, two veterans, had been on the scene within 15 minutes of the call coming in at 4 o'clock this morning.